Nords are so serious about beards. So many beards. Maik thinks they wish they had glorious pubes like Kajit. Now, let's take a look at them. Welcome to a Skyrimatic Podcast. Mostly for Skyrim, um, but maybe we'll talk a little bit about Fallout 2 since there's been big news about that lately. Um, and all, I think all of us have been fiddling around with Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas uh, a little bit, so maybe we'll talk about that some. I'm here with Colin. Hello. And Juan. Hello. And Blake. Hello. All from the Skyrim Addict Facebook group. Um, so how are you guys today? Doing well, trying to keep cool. Yeah. Yeah, we all are. It's hot down in Georgia, too, I think, isn't it? 93 right now. Yuck. 60% humidity. Yeah, ooh. It's a swamp here. <laughs> yeah, well, my natural. <laughs> my my neighbors, uh, the the house, the fire alarms are going off over there, but nothing's happening. So I think it's just the heat must have set something off or something. Cause, no. Yeah. Now there's there's nobody home, but uh, I don't see any smoke or anything, so that's fine. So uh, so Juan, you haven't joined us before, so uh, um, we should just say t- at the outset that. You know, for the modcast, we are. I mean, you know this one, but for anybody who's listening for the first time, we generally try to use Mod Organizer uh, to curate our mods. Um, it's not a requirement, but uh, it's certainly highly recommended. Uh, and we have um, done in the last two episodes a, a short list of mods, uh, starting with the unofficial patches and a few other things, and a perk overhaul called Spurg. And uh, the last time we talked about a few mods. Um, so Juan, what have you uh, have you followed along with that, or or uh, where are you at with all this? Um, yeah, I actually did the best I could to, um, to go ahead and install Mod Organizer, and I got all the patches, and I have um, all the all the mods in here, and I started a character with uh, beginning a new a new life, which is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, because. <laughs> well, I, for uh, the first time, I actually did um, the beginning of new life, and I started as a um, a dark elf, uh-huh. and it started me off in uh, in Solstheim, which uh-huh. is not a fun place to start when you're level one. <laughs> yeah, Colin can tell you all about that, right, Colin? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because even even the little the little ash um, hoppers will will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> and I have it on a depth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And considering I'm learning how to how to use the mouse and the keyboard, it just makes it all the more difficult. Because <laughs> um, uh, as you guys, oh, as 
well, I guess the people out there don't know, but I just recently picked up the PC and uh, started doing a little gaming on it. So I have, then I, that's one thing I do like about the mod organizer is I have two um, profiles. I have yeah. one for the Skyrim Addict, which I just have a select amount of um, mods that I run, and it just automatically goes, puts them in the order that I have them in, and I don't have to worry about redoing anything and then if I do the modcast then I just go ahead and go to the modcast profile and boom everything pops up there and I don't have to even think about it which is really nice because yeah, I don't yeah. like thinking <laughs> <laughs> now, as you get to more and more mods you're going to have to think a little more but that's okay Oi. Uh, <laughs> so, so what is what is your experience with the mods that we're using, Ben, so far? I mean, what do you think of, of uh, the Spurg uh, perk overhaul? The Spurg is, um, it kind of reminds me of Oblivion, where it automatically gives you the perks when you reach a certain level. So mm -hmm. that's actually um, kind of a little bit of a little bit of a throwback for me, which is nice. And then there's that way, if I'm, I, I've found that if I'm building up a certain section, I, but I use other skills, it, there's still some kind of benefit to using the other skills without having to use any of my actual perks. Mm -hmm. um, another thing I found that is if uh, in the beginning I was just kind of uh, messing around and I found that you can actually give yourself perks if you really want to. So that was kind of interesting. Oh, in the, in the mod configuration there? Right. And yeah. the spur. Yeah. 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 So that was interesting. Do you what do you think of the uh, the different user interface with uh, Sky UI and stuff like that? It's it's quite different from the three three sixty. Oh, for sure. Um, it does seem to be really nice for for mouse and keyboard because um, it's because I think I tried um, without any mods originally just to see how it was, and I had to I had to kind of scroll up and down with the wheel to um, to actually select different things as opposed to just having it all in one list mm -hmm. and actually being able to separate it out by individual things. So that made it really nice. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I have enjoyed actually doing this and um, just getting a little bit of help from you, I think, as well as um, just listening to the modcast and listening to you guys talk about it. And, and I've had a few little issues back and forth, and I'm just like, okay, well, at least I'm not the only one having different types <laughs> yeah. of issues. So it makes yeah. me feel a little bit better and not like a total idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest issue we've had so far has been with the uh, the uncapper, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Have you had have you been able to resolve that, Blake? No, it's still uh, – just left it as it is and just uh... – just moved on. It's still working or not working or somewhere stuck in limbo, but it's, <laughs> huh. I don't know. <laughs> How about you, Juan? I mean, are you getting, you're, you're not getting a perk every level, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm getting, I, I get a perk every level. Okay, so the so the uncapper isn't working on yours either then. Oh, okay. Um, so if you, uh, well, just a, just a quick, um, if you open up Mod Organizer and look at it, you'll, you, you know, Mod Organizer always tells you, uh, what is overriding what, uh -huh. uh, you know, with a little um, uh, pluses and, and red bars next to it. And if you look through there and find your uh, community uncapper, uh, it should, and then double-click on it, um, it should say overwritten or uh, by Spurg under conflicts. Um, if it doesn't, then it needs to be... Uh, um, 
it needs to be installed properly. And it, oh, you know, okay. it's it's not it's not the end of the world. You know, uh, yeah. the the author of Spurg uh, recommends that you do it that way because uh, um, he's balanced the. It's not just the the perks. There's a lot of other things in the uncapper that balance the balance the game. So if you get a chance to experiment with it and see if you can figure out how to get the. Yeah, uh, no way I am. It's a. Uh... It's a it's a quite quite an easy fix. Um, if you double click, um, was it the Spurg uh, uh, again one mm -hmm. uh, to reinstall it and then go to manual? Uh, You're talking about over on the right side, double clicking it. Yeah, yeah. And then if you go to the data file, you know, uh, give me a second, I'll open up my my cast as well. So let's go to Spurg and double click it. So yeah, you'll have um, one where it says the Dragonborn patch and the Dawnguard patch. So you're going to need those. And then click on Manual. And then if you you see the where it says FOMOD, oh no, Spurg, sorry. And then you'll have a drop down menu. Uh, there's a Manual, Install. <clears throat> okay, so I'm looking at um, Spurg Skyrim perk enhancements, and then it has the all that right there. So I click click install on there. No, you um, give me a second. I'll or do I go to manual? That. Yeah, you uh, you obviously you check Dawnguard patch. Obviously, you've you've got the legendary edition, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So click on the Dawnguard patch and the Dragonborn patch. Okay. And then click manual. Okay, um, it also has Spurg uncapper settings. Uh, yes, you want that one. Okay, collect as so well. then click on manual. Yeah, and then you should have another install mods window. Okay. And you'll see you'll see Spurg just underneath data with a little arrow pointing towards it. Okay, click on that. The, and I see the faux mod. Okay. Uh, yep, yeah, but uh, click on the arrow next to where it says Spurg and you'll have a drop down menu. Got it. Okay, now click on SKSC and hold on to it. And then drag it up into data. Drag and drop it, it. Into data. Okay. And then click OK. Okay, so it's not. Uh, and then. The top, uh, that's bottom. it. Okay. And, and then, then. Replace. Hit replace, yes. Okay. And that should fix that. And awesome. then for, for my community uncapper, it says no valid game data. Uh -huh. mm. I wonder if I should just reinstall that. Probably. That's the same thing that's happening to uh, to Blake. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, ignore and replace. Okay, that's interesting. All right. Well, anyways, I guess we'll we'll see how what that yeah, does we'll for me. Keep trying it. See if you can get it to to go. Uh, read up on it a little bit if you find some some info. Hopefully, that what Colin gave you there will help. Um, that fixed it for you, Colin. It did. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, was it. Uh, I cold searched that into Google, and I found a, a post uh, somewhere on some forum. Just it wasn't even on the Nexus forum. It was just some random forum somewhere. Huh. 
and um, some guy put in the question, and he, some guy who never downloaded Spurg, never even knew Spurg existed, <laughs> but he must have been a modder, a very experienced modder. Um, he says, right, I just downloaded it, checked it, went through, and found, oh, SKSE, that should actually be in the data folder, it's in the wrong place. Just drag it, bring it up, drop it into the data folder, and that'll fix it. Uh, I done that, and it fixed it instantly. Huh, okay. Nice. Well, uh, we'll give it a try. We shall see. So, uh, so, Blake, mm-hmm. what you been doing? <laughs> what kind of mods you been playing with? Beyond our, uh... Yeah, anything? I mean, well, well just, what are you, what have you, uh, have you played at all with, you know, like, I need, we, we, what did we do last time? We, uh... The Lost Grimoire, tw- Harvest Overhaul, I Need, Immersive Armors, Follower yeah. Commentary Overhaul, and Imaginator. Yeah. So, uh... So what do you think? Harvest Overhaul, that will be on every playthrough I use from here on out. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, when you go to a patch of flowers and it looks like there's going to be more than two and you actually pick them this time and get like six to eight, like it looks like you should get, Yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And two butterfly wings on every butterfly. <laughs> yeah. I think the worst is uh, that big old tree stump with all the with all the mushrooms growing out of it, and you get oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. I agree. On the original game, if that was just maybe they tried to balance somehow how much you had to pick versus your alchemy, or I don't know what they were doing, but. I think that's mostly what it is. I think they felt the balance was correct that way rather than another way, but it just makes you have to constantly – all it does is makes you harvest constantly. You know, And if you can pick you know, six flowers out of a blue mountain flower instead of having to pick six separate blue mountain flower plants, uh, it saves time, and it doesn't really unbalance the game, I don't think, at all. No, no. Uh, so – yeah, I think the biggest issue with the, with just the unmodded is the fact that basically if you're if you're working on your alchemy, then you're purchasing alchemy ingredients everywhere yeah. in order to in order to try to build that up, or else you're you're just or you have to know exactly where you can find stuff like the jazz bay grapes. Um, you have to go all the way over to um, close to Windhelm on the road there, and yeah. Um, yeah. and that's where you pretty much seems to be the only place to find the jasmine grapes um they're all over the place but you have to know where they are um and then like what is it the the yellow um flowers those mm. are i sometimes can't even find those i don't know where they are i haven't memorized that yet and then the, <laughs> the glowing mushrooms you have to go into like caves to find them yeah. um yeah. so like when we've been doing a lot of the podcasts it's like we're not actually going into any of the caves and you're just like you don't have any glowing mushrooms so uh it makes it nice to be able to get a little a few extra up from each thing like that yeah totally totally no i agree it's part of every every one of my playthroughs for sure. Uh, how about I need Blake? What do you what do you think? Have you have you been playing with that at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I um, <laughs> at first it kind of threw me off because I just installed the mods and I'm kind of notorious for not necessarily reading everything as far yeah. as you know, going back to the 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 developers' notes and whatnot. So I get I get all this stuff on the side of the screen with all these these boxes of. Um, <laughs> Health and well, not necessarily health, but uh, thirst and um, sleep, stuff right. like that. And they're right. they're changing colors, and I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> I need to uh, do some reading. 
But then I learned, you know, eat, actually, you have to actually eat food now and drink stuff and preferably water. You can drink a lot of alcohol, but that doesn't seem to help your help your cause too much. No, it's one of the things. Uh, the, the other, um, you know, most well-known needs mod is called realistic needs and diseases. And one of the, one of the things that it does that I like better than I need is that it allows you to gain uh, thirst benefits from eating uh, things that contain a lot of water, like gourds and apples and stuff like that, which I think is a really cool idea. Uh, but it's a lot more script heavy, so I always use I need because it's it's got a much much lighter load on the game. So, uh, and you know, a, yeah, a little bit of alcohol, uh, I think, will help a little bit in I need. But yeah, it's mostly just water. That's, right. that's what you need the most of. Have you figured out how to get the water skins yet? No, no, I haven't. Uh, okay, because you can you can forge those, I think, right, Colin, at the with the leather and leather strips. Yeah, um, and... I think you can. It's either the tanning rack or it's not the yeah, smelter, is it? I found it's on the tanning rack. Yeah. Ah, tanning rack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, um, I also have a uh, the one where you, where uh, the campfire, uh, completing camping system. Oh, good, you got that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. great. Yeah, that one's actually kind of fun. You just kind of build your little campsite, mm-hmm. um, and eventually uh, I'd like to have a, my own enchanting section, my own enchanting table and uh, alchemy table to go along with it. Um, so we'll see what what I do with that. I just yeah. uh, I've been so busy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a cool mod out there called Drinking Fountains of Skyrim uh, that just adds little you know fonts of water to every town and city and uh, and that can be handy if you want to fill your water skins or take drinks and stuff like that you can add add that and it doesn't require a lot of worry about patching and things like that um, but in I need you can also fill your water skins at the bottom of any waterfall by just uh, standing under cool. the waterfall and and uh, um, and I think you just sort of activate the the water skins in your inventory, and they fill up automatically. Okay. So, or any uh, tab. I think all the publicans in the uh, in the game at every uh, um, tavern will refill your water bottles too. So that's cool. Nice. I ain't paying uh, them for water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, if you stand in a river, you get river water, and then you can go to was it to a cooking pot, and you can boil it, so you don't get boiling water. And then you can add like uh, frost Miriam and stuff like this, and make yourself herbal tea and green tea and things like that, which hangover cures and that sort of stuff. So, and this yeah, is mountain flower tea with you can you can make with the three different colors of of mountain flowers, and that's a big thirst quencher. That's that's uh, is uh, is, is all that added through? I need. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the same question I had. <laughs> yeah, I think you you have do you have to activate the the uh, the recipes in the in the MCM? I don't remember, um, but uh, uh, I haven't played around too much with it. But um, yeah, you, I've been buying all the teas in the um, from the the vendors. Oh, okay, because so, some of them are quite good. They they they've got more effects in um, was it realistic needs and diseases. Um, the only thing you got to watch out for is getting really starving hungry because you slow down and it's like a 30% slowdown or something like that. I don't know whether that's in I need or if it's in realistic diseases. No, definitely in I need. Yeah, that's something you definitely have to watch out for because not only does it slow you down, but it also will debuff all your armors and weapons. So oh, wow. 
Yeah, Ooh. so if you you know if you have an arrow that's that's got a fourteen points and you're starving, it'll be down to like six or seven points, and you won't know why you can't kill anything. So <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, yeah, so you got to keep keep an eye on that. And so I I uh, I mean we're using I mean I guess we're all using immersive HUD. Um, so if you have your HUD shut off, you just got to keep you know checking. If you go to the uh, the MCM menu for iHUD and and do check off uh, link all sky UI widgets that way when when you turn your HUD on and off it'll pop the uh, the I need widgets on and off too so you can see whether you're starving or thirsty or whatever yeah on uh, mine I, I, I don't have it off so it, yeah. it disappears on the right hand bottom corner yes yeah. it's, it's not even in the way so yeah no um, it's not it, yeah. it's, uh, it's just uh, when I first started using it, I'd kind of hear this. <coughs> yeah, and I'm, exactly. And I'm, I'm like, I turn around, I go, "Who's behind me? Who's behind me? What the heck?" Yeah, both then... both those mods do that. Yeah, they'll they'll clear their throat when they're thirsty, and their stomach will gurgle, and they'll yawn yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah. uh, I was just like, "How'd somebody get behind me?" <laughs> and then I, I, so I I just kind of I. I I, I back out and I'm like, well, there's nobody around me. And then, and then I look over and it's like, oh, it's turning yellow. Oh, I'm hungry. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, hey, Colin, uh, talk about Lost Grimoire of Skyrim. Um, I just <laughs> had a, a fantastic experience uh, doing the. Um, I've forgotten the name of it now. Uh, Dawnbreaker quest. Oh, Break cool. of Dawn. Mm -hmm. I went through uh, Meridia's temple, and I went down there, and I was going to get my ass handed to me. I knew I was, and I discovered a scroll. You know those master level scrolls that you get, and I barely ever use scrolls in my normal game. But was old Maldoran Mal was going to kick my kick my butt. <laughs> And I had a scroll of the trickster. Ooh. And it's a, a master level scroll. And what it does is that it summons two copies of yourself Ooh. that has all the same weapons, all the same skills, but they're half as strong as what you are. Hmm. And I activated the scroll, and then you had two versions of me all decked out in... Um, in my dwarven armor and with my dwarven warhammer, oh, dwarven armor and dwarven warhammer, and all the weapons I had in my inventory, they were pulling out staves. They were using <laughs> fire magic, wow. and they were taking care of all the ghosts. And I hit old Maldoran with the. Uh, I had to use because I'm a Breton. I had to use um, dragon skin. You know where I absorb thirty percent of the magic because he's blasting. Right, yeah. And that was a great experience. Uh, the cool. only problem is, is that one of the guys started screaming for help, and I was like deeply ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, he's a powerful frost mage, so he can really bust your ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. It, it's so it's that's sort of like based on on the uh, the Galder legend with the three brothers, the Gundrison brothers. That the yeah, you, the same, same. One of them does that. I think makes two replicas of himself. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was also um, one of the... Oh, I can't remember. There is a spell called Electrify. Now, and it's a spell that you have to activate in your hand. Oh. Now, in uh, Mighty Magic that I have with my Jornaria character, 
Um, when I need to activate a power that will infuse my weapon with a certain power, whether it be fire or absorb health, that's done through the powers button. Uh-huh. But on this, in this electrify, it's, uh, or no, runic, that's a runic weapon, um, so it adds runes to your weapon. It's only good for one-handed weapons. Hmm. You hmm. can't activate it because it's a spell in one of your hands. Oh, okay. I yeah, can't, yeah, I can't activate it and then... So of like no, then equip the Warhammer, and then that will be ruined. Whereas in so of like the Mighty Magic one, he's done it through powers, so I can hold a two-handed weapon and then activate activate it, and it will still, you know, go on that. That's the only thing I'll say about that. Um, otherwise, there, I, I'm playing as a necromancer, so my magic is kind of, you know. Um, so, uh, I'm not using a lot of magic. I'm only using the like the basic like raise zombie, mm-hmm. and there's no zombies in in that bloody crypt either. They're all you can't raise all the dead that's in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so overall though you like you like the mod. I haven't you know I'm not you know I'm a <laughs> nice crown there. Well, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm never aware enough of my surroundings to know what's lost grimoire and what's not, but uh, I have used some some new spells that seem pretty cool. It's it seems like a, a nice stable mod. Yeah, it was I had open lock. Uh, I used that a couple of yeah. times in there. Oh, <laughs> is that is that part of lost grimoire? Because I, I thought maybe that was apocalypse. Because yes, I've been using that a lot. Um, no, it's because uh, I haven't got lo- I haven't got apocalypse loaded in. Oh, okay. So All I right. just got lost grimoire. So yeah, it's part of. Um, uh, Lost Grimoire, and uh, I think uh, you have to. Hey Blake, is it that you have to find uh, other books like more powerful spells, or is it that your if your alteration um, level increases, you'll be able to open it? Right, the higher your alteration level, the higher level locks you can open. Ah, right. So I don't need to find. Uh, no, don't have to look for another book. No, no. It's just the based off your alteration level. That must be why I'm I'm able to open all the way up through expert or locks because uh, I have very high alteration on my uh, Doria character there. She's opening everything but master locks. Um, so cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the open lock spell. Uh, so can you think of any other that are specifically lost grimoire uh, spells? Uh, if you're a sneaky character, there's some great ones. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you've one got called Needle. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, well, you you tell it like. Yeah, if you're a, uh, I like Lost Grimoire because it gives you the chance to be a sneaky mage instead of just a sneaky archer, and it has uh, well, like the Needle spell, you shoot like this this little thin piece of ice out, and you can do it while you're in sneak mode, uh, and I don't think it makes any any sound when you cast it. So oh, you can cool. stay hidden and and kind of just dwindle their health down a little at a time with it. Uh, so so it's it's not quite as powerful as say a ice spike or, or something, but it's it's just a you get um, sneak attack bonuses with it. Right. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Uh, plus, we also have uh, chameleon. Have you been using chameleon? Juan, you should remember Chameleon. I remember Chameleon. That was one of the best because <laughs> uh, you could actually open doors and not uh, become visible. Um, I used to like getting the um, 
the 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 sigil stones from Oblivion, and uh, actually use those to build up some armor for to become almost a hundred percent chameleon. I mean, you could you could walk up to thief even at at a lower uh, walk up to anybody and just sneak. It was a sneak attack every time. So that came <laughs> that basically came from Oblivion. Um, probably and probably from before that, but um, yeah. uh, definitely I, I liked it in Oblivion. Even yeah. at twenty percent, you were still almost almost invisible, so it made it really nice for sneaking. Nice. Yeah, the only thing in uh, was it in the Skyrim. I don't know whether it's the same in Oblivion because I never used it. Um, and I never figured out how to use those sigil stones. I kept them all, but I never knew, figured out how to use them. Was <laughs> um, a chameleon? You have to, you know, when you're sneaking, that's not slow enough. If you sort of like start to move off, you'll become, you'll be able to see you again. You have to be in walk mode. You know, when you press caps lock, you mm. have to be moving that slowly to stay oh, wow. chameleon. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. What do you call it? Um. In in Oblivion, it was it was definitely much better. Just just because um you would know what percentage of chameleon uh effect you had. Um. So um sometimes you could find a sigil stone that gave you thirty percent chameleon, and then you put you could put that on uh on multiple pieces of armor, and uh by by the end of it, you you could have like ninety percent chameleon. So it really didn't matter how fast you were moving, and they um they wouldn't be able to see you. Cool. So Blake, are there any other lost grimoire spells that you like to use? Oh yeah, <laughs> I've had a blast with this. Cool. There's one cool. I like Good. now that yet lets you uh under the restoration tree, you actually have spells that'll do damage now. There's one that I used a lot called uh, Black Swarm, where you shoot like flies out of your hands and <laughs> yeah, it just slowly starts draining their health down. And then after wow. you kill them, the flies are like still on the corpse. It's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool to use that and like level your restoration at the same time. So yeah. And now if only they could make it come out of your mouth like in the moment. yeah, like a shout. You just shoot <laughs> yeah. the flies. You just shout the flies yeah. at them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad everybody's using it. It's 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 uh it's great to know. There's some uh different conjurations you can do. There's one where you can summon like three skeevers, which yeah, kind kind of sucks outside, but that's kind of fun to do in somebody's house you don't like. <laughs> or, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, has, have, any, has anybody tried the unstable conjuration thing? No, that one kind of freaks me out a little. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? You, uh, yeah, you you summon it, and it's it's very cheap, and it's, you summon a very powerful thing, but it's unbound. Nobody's in charge of it, so it attacks <laughs> everything in the area, oh, no. <laughs> including you. So you got to be, you got to sneak. You got to cast it, and then you got to run your ass out of dodge. Because <laughs> I summoned was it a um, a storm archonarch, and I'm like level four or something, <laughs> and I was in Bleak Falls Barrow, and I had to run my ass right out of there, straight out the front door, because it was blasting bloody um, like spikes and not. Uh, um, or was it storm uh, thunderstorms and everything like that all over the oh, place? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave this here. <laughs> Talk to him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, that's very cool. I'm gonna have to look look up those the next time I'm in Skyrim. All right, so um, let us 
How many people have, have played with immersive armors? Uh, Blake, you, you specifically wanted that mod, I remember. Uh, have you played around with any of the, uh, the, the new armors in there? Yeah, yeah, I like the, um, I like having you go into town now. Most of the guards are wearing something different. That's a nice change of scenery. They all don't have on the same helmet anymore. They're yeah, they varied or no, no, even no helmet at all. And they've got, uh, I've seen different shields and stuff in the game, different stuff painted on them. You see, like, fur armor and stuff, which yeah. is pretty nice. Uh, some of them have the nice little hoods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does anybody uh, loaded any of the cloak mods in? Uh, the Cloaks of Skyrim or Winter is Coming? Have you tried any of those yet? They they commonly require a little bit of patching to get them to, to, uh, into all the level lists and everything. But uh, That's not part of Immersive Armors? No. Mm-hmm. Well, the okay. Immersive Armors has some cloaks, I think. But, but, uh, uh, okay, okay. so yeah. I'll say something completely different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if it came from that or if it came from uh, Campfire. I don't know. Does Campfire have uh, um, clothes or apparel? I thought, I thought it was part of the um, the Winter is Coming mod or something. Well, maybe Campfire had that built into it. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, didn't know I, that. Yeah, I don't know because yeah. I've seen some some cloaks and hoods that I can make. Um, so it's nice to actually be able to use a lot of the stuff you find in the world, like yeah. all those little rolls of. Um, uh, what is it? The the the, the cloth. Oh, the yeah. wrapped and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about that last night. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We were mentioning that last night. Yep. Um, yeah, there's some pretty cool uh, armors that uh, um, I've sort of stopped using immersive armors because I got it, it was like I had it in everything, so I was getting used to it. So I've gone on to a couple of things just to sort of change it up a little bit. But uh, there's one called uh, Warmonger's Armory that I've been using. But yeah, the same thing. It's uh, linen wraps and and various other things like that. Has anybody tried the uh, the shield painting that uh, immersive armors uh, added to the game up up by the Skyforge there? Not no, yet. no. Yeah. Okay. It's but fun. It doesn't I, really I have, do much. I have but seen it's the fun. option. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's nice seeing all the different types of shields that you can make, though. It's, uh, it's just because it just makes your character that more unique. Because, uh, it, normally it's like, okay, you have a elven shield, and this is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you yeah. have a you have this nice wooden board, and this is what it looks like. If you want something different, you have to steal it off of uh, one of the guards somewhere. You know, this one yeah. you can actually select all the different looks, which is really nice. One thing I found with the uh, the bigger shields, I forget whether they're the kite shields or whatever, but mm. they block your view pretty badly um, in certain situations. Uh, when you're when you're in block mode, it, it actually cuts off a good portion of your vision. So. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, it's not. That's uh, only in first person, or. Yeah, in first person. I always play in first person, so I, I uh, so if you, if you're playing in third person, it wouldn't matter at all. So. Right. Yeah, because I found that uh, normally I like doing everything in first person, except for when I get into a battle, then I get into third person. Really. Just because um, when I start spinning around, it, it I just get start to lose people. So it's nice to kind of know where I'm going and actually spin in the right direction. That's funny. <laughs> Whenever I try to do a combat in third person, I end up, you know, turning the wrong way or something like that and swinging off into the air and, <laughs> and getting killed. So I, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. It, it took me a while to get used to just doing it on the mouse because it's just like, okay, but no, no, uh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. Why is he hitting me in the back of the head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what about follower commentary overhaul? Has anybody uh, 
had any. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty unassuming little mod. It doesn't really do a whole lot. But uh, have you? Has anybody used it? Noticed it? Uh, um, like that it? One, not care about it? With, that one works with the guards as well, right? Uh, no, there's another one called Guard Dialogue Overhaul that works with the guards. Uh, I think that's the one. Oh, I got the Guard Dialogue Overhaul yeah. also, and that's actually kind of nice because it just has dialogue from everywhere, and it's yeah, yeah they say a lot more stuff now. <laughs> yeah, and they also recognize you as Thane and stuff like that more. And, mm. and, and yeah, much more yeah. respectful. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, FCO does similar things. All it does is just open up the same voice types uh, to all the NPCs of that voice type, so you can, you know, uh, it just makes things a little more variety. I, I find I turn the, the frequency down to about 10%, otherwise just I want to kill everything that moves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, try having Cicero as your follower. No matter how much you turn oh it down, God. it carries on. Oh, watching, watching your video was so funny. <laughs> But he's powerful, though, isn't he? I mean, he's really good. He's, he's, he's oh, he's yeah, the only thing that's about as powerful as him are the actually Dark Brotherhood initiates. Those guys are pretty powerful as well. Are they? And you can't kill them. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, I tried for one of the quests, <laughs> <laughs> and he just yeah. got really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that again, all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he actually like ran, walked off, walked away from me, and and just left me. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. There, he was he was done with me because he started fighting, trying to fight me, and I couldn't kill him, so I just ended up having to go back to a previous save. Wow. Because I was trying to, um, I was which what's the one over by uh by Winhelm? Um, where you have to Boethia. kill, kill, yeah, the Boethius quest, where you have to kill your follower, and I was, I'm like, I don't need an initiate, but you can't kill an initiate, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, Imaginator, um, Blake, you've, have you played with it? Yeah, you don't know how dull Skyrim is until you install Imaginator. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Play around with it. Yeah. Such a colorful world I've got now. <laughs> How colorful is it? That's the no, question. Man, this is the uh, this is the uh, Instagram filter add-on for uh, Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, it can get carried. It's easy to get carried away with it. No, oh, yeah, I like it though. I mean, I didn't really go for anything too too crazy as far as colors. I just wanted to kind of brighten the world up a little bit and make the blues a little bluer, the hmm. the purples a little more purpley. Yeah, and uh, it works. It works perfect for something like that. Now it's got you know plenty of options for to add all kinds of effects in, into it, but I just wanted a, a brighter Skyrim, and it was it was perfect for that. Yeah, my favorite uh, sort of preset is the Warm Northern Lights. I like that one at about two or th value of like two or three. I think it's, it looks really good. Um, do you use it much, Colin? Well, all I did was increase saturation to twenty. <laughs> And just left it as that. Greens yeah. are green, blues are blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Purples are yeah. purples. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes the whites are purple too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like I like Imaginator. I I, uh, I I use ENBs too sometimes, so I shut it off. But uh, um, it's it's nice. Uh, it, it definitely adds some punch to Skyrim without any any hit on the frame rate or anything like that. Yeah, so, I, I don't so. use ENBs, so it's perfect for me. Yeah. I did mess around with it uh, on the previous, before we've done this uh, in the previous file, and the, you got to leave it alone. 
get your presets, get it done, and then leave it alone, or you'll spend like four <laughs> hours in there trying to get everything just right. And then you got to move to a different location, and you realize, oh no, it's too bright here in Windhelm. All right, so I'm going to have to mess around with Imaginator again. And, and then you go to the reach, and you go, oh, no, it's too dark. Now I need to increase the brightness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. That, that does happen. I, 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 I have a tendency to derp around with that a lot. It's a bad habit of mine. But, uh, uh, I would recommend everybody uh, to add DynaVision to it, especially if you're not using uh, ENB. Um, the, the, the combination of the two, you can make Skyrim look really pretty amazing. Um, uh, so definitely check out DynaVision. Oh, and you were right. This was pretty easy on my um, older graphics card, too. It wasn't too intensive for it, so it, the game just chugged on like, like normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be fine. Um, it's when you start adding textures and meshes that you're going to start bogging down a little bit uh, with your system there with that graphics card until you upgrade that. Um, so um, so let's just briefly just uh, – I put, a, put together a, a list of four mods we can add for, for the next one and talk about um, – and um, I thought it would be fun to add uh, interesting NPCs, uh, if everybody's into that. Um, and uh, if we're, I also like uh, follower mods, so, uh, you know, follower management mods. And uh, for, for a long time, um, I was using one called Amazing Follower Tweaks, which is really good, actually. Unfortunately, I finally realized that it is, uh, it does not like interesting NPCs, huh. uh, and it hasn't really been uh, supported or updated in quite a while. So I switched over to uh, Extensible Follower Framework, EFF, and I've, I've really found no not that much difference with it. It's a really good mod, and it plays well with uh, interesting NPCs, and it's it's been uh, supported very recently. The mod author is on, on the Nexus and answers questions actively and stuff, so... Um, so those two, and uh, I'd like to add in Complete Crafting Overhaul Remade, uh, which is um, a really cool mod. Uh, requires a little bit of management and reading to get it to run right. Oh, <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> uh, just got to watch out for some patches, and I'll, I'll add all that stuff into the, on the mod on the uh, the Tumblr. Uh, I'll give a link to the Tumblr. Uh, in a minute. Um, and then the last one is uh, Convenient Horses, which everybody loves. I tried to use uh, the newest one. What's it called? I can't remember. Um, uh, uh, immersive Horses or something like that. And I just couldn't bring myself to like it. Uh, uh, did you try it out, Colin? I didn't even know it existed, Victor. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. It has a couple of... Uh, uh, different things from from convenient horses it it uh it adds a few you know i don't know attributes to horses and things like that i don't remember but it to activate the things in that mod you have you can either use a menu system where every time you walk up to a horse you have to select from a menu which is really annoying um or you can switch over to uh hotkeys like you use with convenient horses. The problem is that you have to set all, you have to use all the hotkeys or none of the hotkeys. And you can't select a few and not use others like you can with convenient horses. So since I already have some of my hotkeys that I use for other things, 
you know, permanently set for those things, and, and this new mod wanted to use them, I just said, screw it, and got rid of it, and went back to Convenient Horses. So, uh, Convenient Horses is a great mod. Uh, it's a little script heavier than this other one, uh, but again, we're not loading it, we're not making a huge load on this, uh, on this... Huge load. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, speak so. for yourself. <laughs> well, you know, if you just stick to the mods we're talking about, you're not, but uh, yes, by all means, uh, have that. Load, load as many mods in as you want. But we should start talking a little bit, uh, just briefly, uh, I don't want to bore people with it, but uh, about load order and uh, and so on and watching for patches. Um, you should definitely be using the uh, uh, the load order button in Mod Organizer. Um, but as we get farther along, uh, I would encourage everybody to go and get loot uh, and install it um, and uh, learn how to uh, make it uh, run from within Mod Organizer. It's it's pretty simple. You just go to the, uh, the little gears, uh, configure the executables in Mod Organizer and add it in. Um, the... the uh, the sort button in Mod Organizer, if you even still have it, because the newest versions don't have it uh, anymore, um, is a sort of a, a, I don't know, a dumbed down version of loot. Uh, so if you have only a few, you know, 15 or 20 mods, it's fine. But if you start using a lot of mods that are very sensitive to load order, I'd recommend that you uh, get the, the, the parent version of loot. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, do that if you feel like it. Um, and uh, one other tool that everybody should consider getting and not being afraid of is called TES5 Edit. Um, there's lots of good tutorials about about TES5 Edit. Uh, you don't have to use it for its more powerful uh, attributes, which is uh, you know, sort of combing through mods and finding little lines of modding code that are conflicting. Um, but uh, uh, it's nice if you have a uh, a crash because it will it will sniff out if you have, if you have a crash before the game loads, not during the game, but before the game loads, TS5 Edit will, if you run it, it will stop at the crash. And then if you read the, the line of text in, in the window, it'll tell you exactly where the crash happened, and you'll be able to find the mod that's, that's the culprit. It's very handy that way. Um, so. Okay, it sounds like uh, when you're going through, through code and just going line by line. Yeah, you just anyway. You you'll, you I would encourage people just to just to look at it and and uh, test the waters. <laughs> um, so enough boring shit. Um, <laughs> so we talked about now, Juan. I don't I don't think uh, you were, uh, um, but I asked uh, Blake and Colin to sort of pick out a, a mod that they were having fun with. So. Uh, I'll start with with Blake. Uh, that wasn't part of the list. Uh, and if you have one, one you can think of. Uh, we'll come back to you in a minute. So, Blake, did you did you pick one out? I did. I did Excellent. one of my one of my Excellent. old favorites. Ah. It's called a uh, craftable skooma. <laughs> <laughs> Not something real real you awesome. know intensive, but look, I like I said, I'm kind of favorable to the Khajiit, and I will only. <laughs> craft skooma as a Khajiit. I don't, won't do it with any other race. It has to be 
Because the Khajiit know their skooma, they know how it's supposed to be. You don't want to put that in the hands of a Nord or a Argonian. So, uh, but yeah. you you can make uh, skooma, and then you can make refined skooma, and that's the top shelf skooma. That's the that's the good stuff. Uh, but you do it out of uh, cooking pots, and you need uh, was it nightshade, moon sugar, and something or something else? A third ingredient. But I usually uh, pick one barrel of the house and. Just fill it up with, with skooma, and then <laughs> me and uh, Inigo just kind of hang around and you know just have one, take a day off and <laughs> pop the barrel, and uh, you know, we don't don't go anywhere that day. We don't have any adventure. We have a different kind of adventure that day. Have a good old time. Can yeah. you sell the stuff for 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 worthy money? I haven't. Well, you know, I haven't really tried to sell it. It's just uh, it's just yeah, been for get personal for con- dealing. Then, yeah. <laughs> right, it's just personal consumption right now. But, uh, uh, I see, strictly for personal use. Yes. Right, right. Of course, of course. I am curious though, if you try to sell it to a vendor, will they, will they, will they take it, or they view it as like as something stolen and they won't take it? No, they That's a good question. do take it. I've, I've, I've sold, sold some too. Yeah, so I've sold some to Sophie in. Uh, <laughs> Sophie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you rotten bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start them young. <laughs> Did you give her the first bottle free? <laughs> yeah. Nope. You, you get this one free. And then... Here, you don't stop selling flowers. Sophie. Yeah, here's something you can sell. Yeah. That's funny. Well, cool. Kinda, so craftable remind, skooma. Yeah. That's, that's nifty. Kind of reminds me of um, in Oblivion where, uh, what was it, the Blackreach um, group? Um, they would take skooma and then they would go kill um, all these critters. They'd say, oh, go go kill um, this infestation of, um, of creatures in this town. And then I've, you, so you sit there and you get to the town and, yeah, you see these creatures and you kill them. And then later on you find, find, find out that you were actually just hallucinating and you kill the whole village. <laughs> no, that's awful. Uh, do you remember that one, Colin? I don't. I didn't play that one. I, uh, I only played mainly the, the main quest, the, the Mages Guild, and... Um, Probably the Dark one? Brotherhood. No, 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 not the oh, when all the good guy with this guy. Uh, the because one where you I... get the uh, the the armor right at the end, like the uber armor, heavy armor. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that was one of the uh, DLCs. Uh, Knights of the Nine. That's it, Knights of the Nine. That's what. I yeah, did, yeah, that was yeah. That one was uh, the um the one that I'm talking about. That was part of the Fighters Guild because they want you to infiltrate them, and um and then they say, oh yeah, just go ahead and just join them. Tell them you walked away, and you meet one of your buddies from from the Fighters Guild who left the Fighters Guild. Say, oh yeah, you know, I'll vouch for you and this and that. And everyone say they all take skooma and they go raid this village, and it's like, okay, well that's how they're killing all these creatures that and just make a name for themselves even though there are actually no creatures but you would think that the normal people would sit there and say well they just ra- they just raided a whole village <laughs> <laughs> um so that sounds like fun it'd be nice if you could if it actually made you hallucinate when you took the, the skooma <laughs> i usually i usually make it a point though if i'm doing a playthrough where i'm crafting skooma and playing a khajiit i'll usually go to the redwater den and clear it out because uh, I don't yeah. need any competition. Fishing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, like d- buffs or anything do you get from the ref- the refined skooma? Uh, it's a stamina buff, I believe. I have Just to check stamina. again. Yeah, but I think it's a stamina oh, buff. Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> At so, least it's Colin, like the uh, Keeg's quest. Yeah. 
with the um, what was it? The pure Khajiit urine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never played that. Uh, Keek's Quest is uh, the podcast. Oh, I, okay. No, I've yeah. never. Uh, I thought you said King's Quest. I never. No, no, that. Keek's Quest. Keek's yeah. Quest. Very. It's awesome. <laughs> the guy does all the voices. Oh. <laughs> I've heard of it, but I've never watched it or listened yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Colin, which mod did you pick out? Um, I had uh, on my Tainos character. I had uploaded Falscar. Um, was it uh, Helgen Reborn? And moon paths to elsewhere, and oh. had them all loaded up, and never played any of them. <laughs> uh, so for this, I decided to go for moon paths to elsewhere. Yeah, which is a fantastic mod, uh, and it's a quest mod. Um, where if you go to um, Falkreath and go to the inn in Falkreath, uh, that is the home base. Um, for a Khajiit caravan that is heading back to Sky, uh, heading back to elsewhere, but it uses um, the moon paths to get there, so you get there quite quickly. And there's a cart that's inside. They have he the mother has uh, sort of um, kind of added an extra bit, an extra room to the inn in Falkreath, <laughs> and inside there there's a um, there's a cart. And you can talk to the two Khajiit. There's two Khajiit there in. Uh, there's a male and a female. And obviously the female's in charge. So <laughs> you talk to her and uh, she says, yeah, we'll, we'll have you join. That, that'll be no problem. So then you get on the car and then you board and head to your, off on your way to elsewhere. And halfway there, you get out of the car and realize that there's some bandits that have blocked the road off ahead. So they're going to sort out the cart while you go out and sort of have a look. And there's the cart's been pulled by this huge thing. I have no idea what it is, but it's a different trick. While I'm standing there, I'm I'm going to go and sort out the bandits. Uh, we get attacked by hyenas, Ooh. and uh, all, all the place is now covered in dust. It's snow, but he's changed it so it's now, so now it looks like dust oh cool and you head off and it's near where this uh, Dremel ruin but you can't go inside the Dremel ruin and it's just uh, like you know a blocked off pass so you kill all the bandits and then you get back in the cart and you carry on and then you get stopped again because this bridge has collapsed and then you head across this bridge and then you get attacked by these velociraptor type creatures oh cool and these giant um spiders that are different they look similar to the frostbite spiders but they're, they're different as well huh. uh, and then you find another way then you get back on the car and then you finally get to this home base now I don't want to carry on talking about what else happens because it's just going to end up spoiling the mod for anybody who else wants to try it but you have lots of adventures there. well I spent I think three quarters of a day playing it Wow. and I think I completed it I think I got all the quests done. Um, there's a few surprises in there, a few things nice. that you wouldn't expect to see, and, and um, there's some great line. The only problem is that I couldn't hear some of them because they were doing Khajiit accents. Uh. I couldn't really hear some of the dialogue. Huh. Um, I had to have the subtitles on to be able to understand most of it. Um, 
but there's some really great funny lines and some great funny characters in there. <laughs> and um, you have um, uh, some different enemies, and you have to. And it's not everything's not just go there, kill this, and then come back. Go here, kill this. Sometimes you have to think about it, and sort of like you know, if you do the wrong thing, then you've you've buggered up your your quest, and you're going to get a telling off. But uh, <laughs> I had Who doesn't uh, like to get told off. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a few lighting issues. Now I don't know. Give me a second, guys. Excuse me. Um, I had a few lighting issues. I don't know whether it was. Um, the way I had installed it and it didn't play nice with, um, uh, what was it? I have ELFX installed and it seems to me that where he's based, put the mod, it's indoors. He hasn't built, it's, because every time you're going through somewhere, you're going through a door and it's always dark. It's not actually outside. I think he's based everything so it looks like it's outside, but because you're in a big forested area hmm. like it's a jungle but i think it's all inside and i think elfx was having a fight with moon pass elsewhere so that's why it was really dark for me i couldn't go anywhere without a um a torch uh, until i finally started messing around with the brightness settings on my actual television to be able to make it bright enough so i could see did you look for a patch is uh, see if there's a an elfx patch for moon path elsewhere no oh. i just carried on playing Oh. <laughs> it was going to inter- it's going to interrupt in my playtime, so I that's just carried the on. Going. <laughs> that's the Blake way. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, that's probably a patch if that's because there's lots of ELFX patches, so uh, I'll bet there's one for that. Um, but as I said, I think there was issues. I had trouble seeing, but maybe that's the way it's supposed to be because it's in deep in the deep dark jungle. It's supposed to be that dark because you're all covered over by the canopy. <clears throat> So that's the one where somebody basically built like uh, a little elsewhere section. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a video of that patch when they were working on it, of that mod when they were working on that. It looks, it looks really cool. And so they'd have the thick Khajiit accents, huh? <laughs> yeah, you've got um, a few, and you've got different breeds of Khajiit as well, which is always wow. fun. Do they have uh, the human-looking ones? Yep. And they nice. had a soup. Super tall one, and then you had the four-legged kind. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, there's, what, like four or five different breeds, pretty much, of Khajiits, from everything from house cat up until, like, lion size. Yep. It, what depended on the phase of the moons or something they were born under is yeah. what they would look yeah, that's like. What, that's what they were saying. That's kind of cool that they um, they, they changed the, um, the, you know, the, the way the world is and just to say okay well this is this explains this and this explains this so it's nice that they that um bethesda does that um for elder scrolls yeah i was a, a little bit put out by eso because all the khajiit have russian accents <laughs> no <laughs> nothing wrong with russians no, nothing wrong with Russians, but, you know. That's not the Khajiit we know. Yeah, about. that's not the Khajiit. I mean, they still talk in third person, but uh, <laughs> it's just a, a third person and in, and with a Russian character. Russian and they use, like, the, yeah, they, they use the comrade thing as well. I don't know. I didn't notice that. I only played a little bit, but I did. I did. I was playing as a Khajiit, but I... Uh... 
But uh, I just looked at the ELFX page, and it says it's compatible with Moonpath elsewhere. So I guess I guess it must have been just the way it's meant to be, or something. Yeah. Uh, so, so Juan, do you have a a mod you want to sort of highlight as a as a fun mod? Um. Well, I mean, really, the only ones that I kind of kind of uh, really enjoyed was the one that you had recommended, which was the immersive music. Oh yeah, that one. That one is really nice. It's it's really nice to hear the different music on there. Um, there's uh, what have I used? I I did left hand rings. That was kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Um, just to it's just to make left hand rings, of course. And um, like I said, uh, campfire, which is really nice to sit there and just kind of build your own little camp. You can build beds for your followers and stuff. Um, you collect materials for actually making your your campfire. You can make it as big as you want. You can cook on there. To, so um, if you're out in the woods and you're and I need tells you that you need to sleep, you just build build your campsite and to go camping and go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's by the same guy who wrote uh, a big mod called Frostfall, um, which is a big sur- sort of a survival uh, right. mod. Yeah. Um, so, and eventually, I think uh, supposedly it's all going to be integrated into the into the newest version of Frostfall um, as part of part of that. So. Um, yeah, that's what I was reading on on all the notes and everything that it's supposed to all kind of go together. Yeah. Cool. So the the camping stuff is that? Do you have to carry it with you when you travel place to place? Yeah, you carry a uh, tent. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it doesn't weigh a lot. No, um, no. It's, so it's not it's not uh, too bad. Yeah, and so I was going to ask was did, yeah. did it count against your carry weight? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got to have some sort of realism. You know? <laughs> uh, Don't worry, Blake. You're getting uh, convenient horses as well yeah. in this. So uh, once you no. get that, you can just give it to the horse. He All loves right. that shit. Yeah, they totally do. Uh, oh, so with convenient horses, you can actually load up the horse. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're, you're gonna love convenient horses. It's it's okay. it's they're very convenient. Uh, <laughs> they actually make horses, you know, useful in in the game. Um, so. Uh, um, yeah, I never understood why you couldn't just sit there and put stuff on your horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can and you can set in the mod. You can set the carry weight if you if you. You know, want it to be somewhat realistic. I usually set mine to. I mean, horses are pretty strong, so you know, yeah. I set it to like six or seven hundred pounds or whatever, and and uh, yeah, it seems reasonable. Did right, you? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, with convenient horses, I just found that you have a travel to your horse button. Did you? Use, have you ever used that, Victor? No, I didn't even know you could do that. Uh, you, I was in solitude in my house. <laughs> and you know how you press G to uh, like when you're close to the horse, and you press G or whatever your hotkey is for uh, the horse inventory. You press that, and then you can sort of like access the the inventory that's inside the horse. Right. If you press it and you're inside the house in solitude, you press it and hold it down. Uh-huh. You travel to the horse. It opens up the inventory. You take what you need or put on what you need, and then you come back out of the menu, and then you instantaneously travel back to the house. Ooh, that's nice. I don't know if I like that. That's, I mean, silly to say it's unrealistic, but it it just seems a little too. uh, It's cheaty. What? You're standing there. You go in the house. You're traveling all the way back. (laughs) <laughs> and then you get to the house and you're like, shit, I forgot my alchemy crap. <laughs> now I've got to travel all the way back to the, the horse. Because that's what you've got to do. You've got to go back to the horse, pick it up from the horse, and then come all the way back. Well, I usually, I mean, oh, I see. So 
I see yeah, what you're saying because the horse is sort of car. standing outside outside the city, right? Uh, yes. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand now. It's not like the horse is halfway across Skyrim somewhere. No, no, right. no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that makes sense. Sorry. I, I uh, yeah, because the horses generally follow you around. I mean, they they fast travel with you and and so on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Convenient Horses has a little, uh, a fun little quest associated with it, uh, where you learn how to uh, how to whistle for your horse. Uh, <laughs> so you can you can turn the quest off or or not. It's fun. Uh, but uh, so anyway, so Convenient Horses. Um, I was going to talk about a mod uh, called Knock Knock to Tip, um, and. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think I'm going to skip. I talked about it uh, on the uh, the roundtable, and I've talked about it a lot elsewhere. So I would just say I recommend Nocta Tip to anybody who wants to try it. It's a good archery mod. Um, but the one I, I guess the one I'm going to just choose today is called uh, Bandolier Bags and Pouches, um, and it's it's an awesome little mod that gives you the ability to to craft you know belt mounted pouches and bandoliers that increase your carry weight. Um, it can get you can get a little carried away with it, but it's a lot nicer. I th I think I like it better than the backpacks. Uh, so I I use the the bandoliers, um, and you know you have to make buckles out of steel ingots and and get the right kind of leather and and stuff, uh, and you can create little vial holders. Uh, I think they look cool. So it's a it's a nice little mod. So I'd recommend anybody just give it a try. Uh, bandolier bags and pouches. So. That's my choice for the, yeah. Um, so. like, you know, on the pouches, if you have like uh, potions in your inventory and an axe in your inventory, does it show up on the outside of the bandoliers like it does on the on the um, uh, on, on the, the backpacks? backpacks? No, no, it doesn't. Huh. No, uh, they'll just equip normally. If you equip your axe or something, you'll it'll appear at your side, but otherwise, it doesn't. Uh, it magically disappears into into a. Uh, I guess it's a, a, a what is it? What do they call it? A TARDIS. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, um, bag but no, of holding. Yes, basically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, you, that looks nice on the on the backpacks. I agree, but I like the look of the bandoliers. So I've been I've been using those. Uh, so, so anybody else have anything to add? I think that's pretty much we're down to the end of the uh, the show today. Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to add um, a follower mod. Um, oh, Inigo. Forward. Yes, I was okay. I was actually looking forward to that. Sorry. Uh, I, I guess I assumed everybody already had. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, uh, Inigo. Inigo, how uh, do you spell that? I-N-I-G-O. I know Blake's already got him loaded up. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Khajiit. So I have uh, EFF, mm -hmm. uh, Complete Crafting Overhaul, Convenient Horses, and Inigo. Yep. Oh, and, and interesting NPCs. Uh, I loaded that up last week because I, okay. I thought we had it last week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and make sure you go for the Complete Crafting Overhaul Remade, CCOR. I, that's the newest version of it, um, and it's the one to one to use. If, they're, if they're, the old one is still up there, I don't know. Uh and, remade, yeah. Yeah, remade. Yep. Um, be uh, 
I will, like I said, I'll look up for patches and I'll, I'll put anything, any patches that you need on the, on the Tumblr. The Tumblr, by the way, for anybody who's interested, is at, uh, it's a Tumblr page at modcast.tumblr.com. That is our Tumblr page. Uh, so, um, and anything else, Blake? Any other uh, um, links or places to go for people or what, whatnot? We got the. What else is going on? We got the uh, the roundtable started back up. Yep. There's the the Fallout feed is a thing now. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on. I know. Well, and that's what we were. I did say at the beginning. Does anybody want to just mention a couple of uh, Fallout mods? I know Colin's using a lot of them. Uh, is anybody else playing Fallout with mods? Because this doesn't have to be a Skyrim only modcast. Right. I'm. I'm not. Not yet. I'm still getting. Still getting used to modding Skyrim before I venture out into a different game. Yeah, yeah. Colin, how's your how's your Fallout modding going? Uh, my Fallout Three is a little bit basic. I haven't played it in about a week because I've been playing um, the um, the round table. Um, so that's so basic right now. I have uh, Bullet Time, which. Is like that, but it just slows down time. It doesn't let the pit boy take over completely. Mm-hmm. And I have realistic weapon damage uh, because I got fed up with shooting things in the head with a sawn-off shotgun, and they <laughs> still keep coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have that. But the only problem is, is that I think it's a bit overpowered. Um, probably super mutants I can take out in in three shots with a combat shotgun, and I've got it set to very hard. So I I'll have to check to see if there's a way to get in and change the values that he changed, and then set them a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, no, you are shooting someone in the head, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, a super mutant. Um, sometimes I miss. <laughs> I'll shoot and I'll shoot him in the chest. But uh, in, within three shots, straight to the chest huh. uh, with a combat shotgun, then the super mutant will go down. I think this should be a little tougher. Does yeah. does that mod uh, go both ways? In other words, are you susceptible to? Uh, head- oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I figured <laughs> as much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Headshots basically is an instant kill. Yeah. Yeah. And um, was it the only problem? Uh, I think um, was it, I've got a shish kebab. Which is a, a flaming sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Did you have any issues with running uh, Fallout or FNV on uh, under Windows 8? Um, did you? Are you using the archive and validation invalidated uh, little uh, executable? Uh, no, they were going on and on about that, and yeah. in the end, he said. Uh, in this page, what was it? Um, it won't break your game, but odd things will happen in your game. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that." Yeah. <laughs> Power yeah. on through. Because yeah, I was well, I was talking to my son this morning. He was having trouble getting it to run, and I I said, "Well, try try that AII," and he did, and it it cured all his problems. So I was just curious if you had any issues with that or not. Uh, the only thing I have is uh, what what problems I was having with it was uh, freezing. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's an uh, anti-freeze program or mod two or something, isn't there? Um, I stutter use, fixer or something like that. Or? Yeah, was I use um, fake full screen? So I go into window mode oh, okay. and then use fake full screen, um, which is 
quite a beautiful mod. I love that mod. Uh, hmm. The only problem is, is that uh, the brightness settings uh, you can't change in game anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Is that part of one tweak or something like that, or, or yeah? Well, you got yeah. Well, you got one 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 squeak. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you kill a mouse. <laughs> one squeak. <laughs> um, no, you got one tweak, and then you've also got uh, Fightful Scream, which is okay. for Skyrim, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout Three. Okay. Um, basically, you put the executable inside the Skyrim folder, and then link it to the um, the mod organizer, because it's in the folder, um, it'll only it'll already, it will pick up FNV, so you don't have to off fossy FOSE. Sorry, mm-hmm. it'll pick it up anyway, even though you're running through fake full screen. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, I uh, I've been throwing lots of mods at my Fallout New Vegas and playing with it. I had a, I had some go rounds with an ENB this morning and finally got that running, but then I got rid of it. It was just killing my, killing my performance. So <laughs> one of these days we'll talk about EMB and and just just play with it a little bit. It's uh, you can't break anything by adding it into your into your Skyrim uh, folder and and uh, you'll be amazed at how amazing the game looks, uh, even if you're running it six frames a second <laughs> once, you've, <laughs> once you've loaded it in. Uh, it'll look great, but you won't be able to play it. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, Alrighty, the screen, well, the screenshot mod that is. Yeah? yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, sometimes I'll do that if I want to take a cool screenshot. I'll load up a really powerful EMB and and you know jerk my way over to where I want to go and 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 you know uh, issue my my usual uh, um, screenshot prep uh, console commands, uh, which we should also maybe we talk about console sometime too, uh, and just some of the simple commands that you can use to to take great screenshots. Uh, but yeah, I'll do that. Load up an EMB, take some screenshots, and then go back and get rid of it. So uh, they're pretty easy to to fool around with. Well, I guess that's it for today. It's we had, I think it was a good episode. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you very much. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Happy modding. Happy modding. Happy modding. Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrim Addict. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable opening close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone.